Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, or whatever time you just so happen to be plugging in. My name is Erica Nicole, and I want to officially welcome you to the Conversations with Erica podcast. This podcast was built out of love and perseverance. It's going to share with you tools and tricks and words of encouragement um, in faith. These words were made to impact you to move forward in your life, whether you are corporate America, entrepreneurship, or just trying to figure it out. I hope there is something in this podcast that can help you move your life forward. Kick back and relax. You're already family, so go ahead and hit the subscribe button. Share this out with your friends, and let's go about the business of God as we move forth. You know, God says, let your light so shine before men, so they will see your goodness and give glory to him. And that's exactly what we're going to do here. So once again, officially welcome to Conversations with Erica. What's up, guys? This is Erica Nicole. Welcome to episode 27. You're going to be hearing this after the 4th of July, after what we traditionally um, celebrate as Independence Day. But I had to have the conversation because I really been thinking about our freedom in Christ, our freedom to be who we were created to be. And it is so just ugh, to me. Did y'all hear that? Just, oh, and I know it's kind of hard to do sounds on the podcast, but I hope you heard it. And not only when I look at other people, but even when I look at myself, how I have a tendency to get free from a thing and then got the audacity after I done prayed, cried, snotted, threw a fit, rolled all over the floor, cried on my girlfriend's shoulder, begged God, you know, all of that. Got my freedom, gained my freedom, then go back into the same bondage, go back into the same slavery, go back into that same situation, entanglement, relationship, career, Y'all know what I'm talking about. We return. So I was just really sitting here thinking, right? Thinking and check this out, guys. This this is where this came from. So second Peter two and twenty two. And y'all, if you know me, you know, I get down with numbers. So I'm already loving the twos, the message here. Um, But I'm reading this out of the message Bible, right? Because I love to compare um, scripture so I can really just understand what the word is saying. So in the message Bible, it reads, if they've escaped from the slum of sin by experiencing our master and savior, Jesus Christ, and then slide back into that same old life again, they're worse than if they never left. Come through saints. I hope y'all hear that. Better not to have started out on the straight and road to God than to start out and then turn back. Reputing, yeah, reputing the experience and the holy command. Mm. Saying, God, what you offer me wasn't good enough. Saying, God, nah, I know you offer me freedom, but uh, I like this bondage over here. Y'all, that's what we do, though. Let me finish. The proof, the point. Of the Proverbs. Y'all remember the Proverbs where it talks about a dog goes back to his own vomit and a scrubbed up pig. Yay. 
And what it's saying is that pig returns to the mud. So the dog goes back to its own vomit and the pig returns to the mud. So that Proverbs is Proverbs 26 and 11. And it reads as a dog returns to its vomit. So fools repeat their foul. And in my terms, fools repeat their foolery. Guys, what is it about freedom that scares us so much that we return out of fear? Is that what it is? False evidence appearing real? Fear the biggest lie there ever is? What makes us return back? I don't get it, but I see it so many times. I see it so many times in my own life, right? Where even in this um, journey of entrepreneurship, things are not looking in my eyes the way I think they ought to look. So I'll have the audacity to have the conversation with God about returning to a job just over broke. And I'm, and I'm real about that. Just over broke. And why do I say that? Because if I go get a job, job, even though I have a degree, a bachelor's, and I have my LPN, I can make good money. But do you know the last job that I had hired me at cap? What does that mean for those that don't understand? I was hired at my maxed income, which meant there was no raise. So when I took the job, I had to negotiate some fruit <laughs> because I believe in fruitful relationships. So I had to negotiate some things outside of my income. So I negotiated um, some certifications that I could walk away from that job with and I could make income. Case in point, as a nurse, nurses, if you're listening, check it. I negotiated the certification that I use every day that I've built my nursepreneur business on that allows me to freelance. And in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma, the state of Oklahoma, it's called a DD Mat. So I am a trainer for DD Mat, which is individuals that give medication for people with developmental or intellectual disabilities. I currently work for um, up under my certification. I am a freelance trainer for four different agencies. That's pretty cool, right? I am one particular agency's only trainer. I'm another particular agency's main trainer, even though the lady that runs the agency is a trainer, right? I'm her main trainer. Now, kind of sounds like a job, but it's really not because I'm a 1099. I set my own schedule. I pick and choose when I want to work and who I want to work with. And I negotiate. I negotiate all types of things. So when I left this job, although I knew I could not make any more money, I left with that. And I also left with my certification to train CPR and all of these things I could launch an independent venture with. So why would I have the conversation with God to return when not only do I have that capability to make money, check it. I also am a six time bestselling author on Amazon. I also am a um, certified life coach, ICF certification, right? So I have credentials. I also am a well sought out impact speaker, MC, like I have abilities to make money on top of some other things that are not really even activated. And I have a mad boss team 
and network marketing. Are you serious? Why are we having this conversation about returning? Because we have that conversation out of fear. It's no other reason we would return because we have it out of fear. Period. We think there is nothing else. We think we can't do this, even though the scripture says we can do all things through Christ who strengthens him. Even though the scripture says that everything is yes and amen concerning us, even though the scripture says that he has plans for us and their plans to prosper. Even though the scripture even tells us what to do, Habakkuk 2 and 2, write the vision and makes it plain. So he that reads it will run. Right. So in an entrepreneurial sense, what does that scripture mean to you? It means create the plan. It means I, I get what God is giving you in your mind down on paper and execute a plan. And I'm going to tell you how vital that is. I am in the place in my business where I am having to bring on. I'm trying. I'm having to develop a team. I cannot do this on my own. So the first person I added to the team is I have a personal assistant and her total focus is my website. Right. So she does the update. She makes the changes. She adds to right now. We're adding the merch. We switched out my pictures. We made sure all my branding was intact. She does all of that. But this is the thing. If I don't write the vision. Let me interchange the word vision, the process that I use to do X, Y, Z. Then as I'm building a team, y'all hear what I'm saying? I can't lead the team or I can't give the team the blueprint, the process so they can be great. Let's go back. Let's let's have this conversation. All entrepreneurs need to read the book E-Myth. No, this book is not biblically, biblically based, but this book is about processes and systems. The E-Myth, I read it. I want to say it's called E-Myth Revised. I want to say it's the latest copy out. It's so amazingly dope. I will drop the link in the show notes. Um, It is an amazing book and it is a book you want to read because you want to highlight, you want to flag it and you want to understand this book is solely created out of systems and processes. That's what this book talks about. And y'all know who they use as an example. You write McDonald's. McDonald's is the system and process kings or queens, whoever running it. I don't know. But literally every McDonald's is ran the same. When you buy a McDonald's franchise, you are given the blueprint. You find the real estate. They do the rest. The buildings pretty much look the same. The buildings are set up the same. The kitchen is set up the same. Everything about it. The way things are done within are the same. So this is what I'm talking about. Systems and processes. So write the vision, write your system, write your process. Just because you're an entrepreneur, whether you're solo dolo, whether you are a parapreneur and you still work your full time job, whether you're a side hustler, right? Whether you call yourself a small business or not. If you're in business, you are a business owner. You should have a handbook as a nurse everywhere I worked. There was a handbook. There was a process to how we did things. Your business needs processes. So when it's time to expand your team, you can hand over the process, whether it's your social media vision. Even if they don't tweak it, give them somewhere to start, whether it should be. You should have a book somewhere with your mission and your vision statement. 
your core values, where you are, what your social media handles are, um, your email address, your contact information. This should all be in your manual, your handbook, right? They should know your process. So when I, my daughter is also helping me as a personal assistant and she has to know my process. So when I do CPR classes, what's the process to get my CPR instructions on my CPR students, their cards? I have wrote that process down, right? Logins, how to do it, what to do it, where to find this at, where to find this at, how to communicate with the students. So now I can turn the process over to someone else. This is called expansion, right? So I'm just saying you got to do it. Right. So you can build on a strong foundation. We had that conversation last week. Right. About that strong foundation. Counting the cost. To much is given, much is required. As we're scaling, as we're moving forward, as God is blessing and moving it, increasing us, because that's what we are praying for. There's not a business owner. There is not a person out here praying to stay the same. Let's just keep it 100. There's not one person out here saying, God, I, I, I don't want nothing else. Now, there are us out here saying, God, if you don't do anything else, if you never bless me again, I'm good because that's contentment in God. But come on now. We serve a exponential God. We serve a exceedingly abundantly above all we can ask or think according to the authority that worketh in us. God, we serve a more than enough God. So we know. That he's not going to leave us where we are. So we got to be in position. But this is the thing. I think a lot of times as an entrepreneur, we want to return or we go back like the scripture we just talked about out of fear because we are not handling our business. We are not handling life the way it needs to be handled. The foundation is not built correctly. So when the foundation is not built correctly, when the vision is not clear, we get in fear. We think it's not working and we don't know if it's working or not because we're not handling our money. We're not managing our money. We don't have the separate business account. We're not. And if we do, we're blending it. That was one of my biggest uh uh-ohs. Right. I wasn't clear on what to pay business versus me and how it went over because I operated my business out of my house. So I'm thinking, can I pay my rent? Well, no, you can't pay your rent because the contract is in your name. Mm. But I didn't know that. So I messed up. So all I could do was start again, not cancel the business, not go back and get a J.O.B., not go back into slavery, but fix it, fix it. Right. Repent. Fix it. Turn from my wicked ways. (laughs) Right. And do it the correct way. So, guys, I don't know who this is for other than me, because I had to be reminded that only a fool goes back. Only like just straight up, an idiot goes back. And I'm not just talking about business. I'm talking about life. I am talking about life. When God frees us from a situation Why are we returning back to the situation? Once you've experienced God, once you've experienced the blessings 
of God. Why would you turn back? Man, this conversation is so intentional right now because freedom really comes from a mindset. And of course, I'm using business, right? I'm using a lot of different a lot of different pieces to this conversation. But John 8 and 36, John 8 and 36 says, so if the son sets you free, you will be free indeed, period. Point blank, end of story, period, with the T on the end of it. Point blank, end of story. Once you repent, once you ask God into your life, you are free. And at that point of freedom, the promises of God in the Bible are yours. Pick one. Pick one and stand on his promises when it comes to life. When it comes to business, pick one. Do you need healing? Go find the scripture that says by your stripes, you are healed. You need forgiveness. Go find the scripture on forgiveness. You need increase in your business. Stand on the scripture that says it's he that gives you the ability to get wealth. You need to break the line of uh, the bloodline of generational curses. Find the scripture. You feel confused. Stand on the scripture where it says that he gives you the mind of Christ. Your body ailing from aging. How about the scripture that says he renews your age like the eagles? This is what I'm talking about. Do not return to your foul. Do not return to your vomit. You are free. Period. You are free. Period. End of story. All right. I hope you guys get that. So let's activate a plan. (laughs) Yeah. Let's activate a plan to prevent us from returning. One, 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 number one, part of the plan. And I put it first on the list because to me, it is so very vital. It's so very vital. That's the word I want to use. Vital. One, accountability. Check your circle, right? Get you your fab five or your top three accountability partners that are going to hold your feet to the fire and not going to let you return. That are going to um, cover you in prayer. Speak to your purpose. They are going to make the baby jump just like Mary when she ran up on Elizabeth. When Mary spoke. She made Elizabeth's baby jump when Mary was in the presence. There was something inside of them. Did I say that right? Was it Mary that made Elizabeth or Elizabeth? Anyway, y'all know what I'm talking about. When those two women, sisterhood, came um, in each other's presence, something ignited inside of them, their greater purpose. So find you a squad that is going to ignite something inside of you. I have entrepreneurial friends. I have non-entrepreneurial friends. I have some that are full-time entrepreneurs. I got side hustle friends, right? And I got some dreamers and I got some that's just straight up corporate America and everybody serves a purpose. Now, your accountability group can be free, your people. It can be something you pay for, right? It can be something that you pay for. I just actually sent a message to someone 
um, that I was listening to and they have an accountability group and I want what she, I want to be in her presence. I want to be in the squad's presence. Right. So I sent a message. Yo, tell me about what you offer. What's the fee? What I have to do to get started. But in that, I also say, hey, I have my own inner circle. Right. Let me let you know that the she shine inner circle does exist. This is what I do with my women. I don't want you to think I'm coming creeping. I'm coming to be held accountable. Right. So accountability is huge. Next prayer and fasting. There are things that can be done through prayer, but there are things that are going to need fasting. And if you're dealing with a large amount of fear, prayer and fasting, that is the only way you're going to uproot that seed that is attempting to take over prayer and fasting. Next, you need a daily method of operation. You need a daily method of operation. Just like when you had a job, there was a daily method of operation to your job. When you went to work every day, you knew your tasks, right? You went in, you clocked in, you sat at your desk, you reviewed your notes from the other day. Well, maybe this was me. Every day at the, at the end of my day, I would write a, a sticky note, right, of my top threes that I had to get done the next day. So or whatever, I'd have a sticky note of that. I would have a sticky note of carryovers. I was like the sticky note queen. So all my action steps I put on sticky notes. And as I finished, these sticky notes would go somewhere. And I started keeping them because they were my notes. So every I would put them in like a folder, mark the folder for the month. That was my daily mode of operations in corporate America. Um, that's not what I do now because my life is a little different. But find out what your daily method of operation is. And work in that even, even as an entrepreneur and you are a full-time entrepreneur, you got to get up because there are some things that can only happen in daytime hours because other businesses are not open at 10 p.m. and midnight. So set your daily method of operation. Next, get your uniform. <laughs> Keep it simple. Keep it simple. If you're working from home, what are you putting on? If you know that you have to go out and network that day, create your plan the day before. Create that plan so you're not overwhelmed by it. Overwhelmed brings stress. Stress cracks your foundation. It will make you return. It will make you want to throw in the towel. Right. And then write your uh, your process. Document your process. Create your handbook. Create your handbook. And I'm going to tell you the golden um, one of the golden factors of this handbook. One, you can scale your business because you can give it to your PA. You can pass it on to a VA that you're adding on or it will help you navigate your business. The last time I was here, what did I do? Oh, let me go back. I created a process for that. You see what I'm saying? So now you can go back and you can look at this process. And you can move forward in the process. Those are just a few things um, that I suggest you do to move forward, to not return it to your fear. Now, I'm going to add one more thing. Get you your mantra, your scripture, your quote that sets you on fire for the rest of this year. Mine is what's the worst that can happen? That is mine right there. What is the worst that can happen? I can fall, but if I fall, I can get up, right? I think that's Bible, isn't it? 
Talks about how a just man seven times. Come on, y'all. Come on, saints. It's Bible. If I fail, if it doesn't work out, guess what? God gives me new grace and mercies every single day. So get you something that sets your soul on fire and write it everywhere. Another thing that is speaking to me is a statement I heard in April when I was in Connecticut at the Pen to Profit conference. Y'all remember the conference? It was put on by, I think she was the guest on episode four, um, Tamara Mitchell Davis. She is also the visionary author of the book that I am releasing, um, Bless Not Broken, Volume 3, which comes out um, this summer, right? Um, she had a keynote speaker. Her name was Dr. Althea Bates. Dr. Althea Bates was also a guest on my show, and I can't remember her episode, but I will link both of those episodes in the bottom because, you know, I always want to keep those topics fresh. But one of the things Dr. Bates said is she did an affirmation. She shared with us an affirmation, and I'll link that in the show notes about taking up space. That is something that I keep in the forefront of my mind because we were all created to take up space. We were all created with a purpose. The funny thing about this mantra is it came to my mind. Dr. Bates introduced it to me. Why did the woman of God speak to my spirit on Sunday? And she left me with Erica. You are charged to take up the space that you were created to take up. So at that point, I found me a graphic and my a lock screen on my phone. It says take up space. And there's this beautiful woman with these cosmic, beautiful colors around her. And on it, it says take up space. And it's reminding me to do the charge. It's reminding me of that. And in order to take up space, we cannot return. We cannot go back in bondage. We have to show up in our freedom. We have to do the things that God called us to do. So I hope this resonated with you guys. I hope this topic meant something to you as it meant something to me. I just want to encourage you do not return and go take up space. Guys, remember, we are to let our light so shine before men so they will see our goodness and give glory to God. Shine your light bright, my brothers and my sisters. Thank you for joining me with this episode, this bonus episode. Don't forget to come back Thursday because Thursday will be the weekly episode. I love you guys. Thank you for rocking with me. Don't forget to go subscribe, leave a comment on um, Spotify on uh, what am I trying to say? Uh, po- po- Apple podcast. Y'all know they are the leaders, right? Go leave a comment and then go over to Wake, Pray, Shine with Erica Nicole on Instagram or Facebook and leave a yellow heart and let me know you listen to this episode. Please connect with your girls. All my information is down at the bottom. I absolutely love you guys. I pray for each and every one of you often. I literally do. I say, God bless the podcast listeners, bless the people in my community, my tribe, my squad. God, meet the needs. Give them eyes to see and ears to hear the things that you have for them. That is what I speak over you guys all the time. So let's go take up space, guys. Let's go do the things that we are called to do. Love you. I'm out.